Hello and welcome to episode 17, season 2 of the Failsafe Fitness Podcast. My name, as you already know by now, is Michael Joshua. I am the owner and CEO of Failsafe Fitness Limited. I offer kinesiology, massage, strength and conditioning, personal training, and of course this year, golf performance. So there are many strings to my bow, and this year... The new string golf performance has been a roaring success, being able to combine my knowledge of the human body and the anatomy, being able to make it build muscle, become more flexible, you know, repair itself, heal itself, make it a better version of you possible. I've been able to transfer that into the golf world and a little small club, my local club that I've been playing at for a couple of years. The opportunity arose to do golf performance. And I started this podcast in early January and explained that a lot of the podcasts through the summer months in the UK would be on golf. But I've also kept it fitness related by giving you an exercise of the week, a piece of equipment of the week. And of course, a little a nutrition tip of the week as well. And it's been absolutely amazing to do and see the response that it's had, have the questions come across my door, across my email box, the phone calls come in, and it's, it's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure doing this, and I'm going to continue doing this for a while. And I just wanted to get that out of the way, that this year, 2023, has been an amazing journey that I'm on alongside all of the clients, whether they be personal training, strength and conditioning, massage, or golf performance, or even nutrition for that matter, you guys and girls have all been fantastic, and I'd like to say a big thank you. Now, I've got that off my chest, what's in this week's show? So as always, I'm going to recap what I've been up to this week. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the blog post that's up this week. Blog post not written by me this week. It's one from a, about five or six years ago now. Uh, and it was done at the University of Nebraska. All the links are in the description. All the thank yous and welcomes. And it's, it's something I stumbled across uh, just randomly flicking through Twitter. And it's a very interesting study. Go and have a read. Uh, um, and obviously, we've got the exercise of the week this week. Uh, there's a couple of exercises I want people to go out and try. Your number three nutrition tip of the week in how to cut calories is also coming up. And I thought instead of breaking the uh, break 80 post, or golf part of the show <clears throat> down into a couple of weeks. I've decided to just do the five must-dos. And I think there's there's four must-dos and one must-don't. To basically be breaking 80. And I'm going to let you know. Of course on whatever promotions are going on. Throughout the company this week. So what have I been up to then? 
It's been uh, an extremely busy week. I've played a lot of golf, uh, both professionally and uh, sort of with a lot of uh, new friends and some old friends who are coming back into the sport. So it's been a, a fun week. I've had some up and down rounds. I've had some great shots. I've had some bad shots, but that's golf. Golf is hard. And the goal of me getting down to single figures this year after the year I had last year and the end of the season I had last year is looking hopefully likely. Um, I've already come down from 13.9 this year down to 12.2. So 1.7 shots, another 1.7. So I'm basically, I need to come down another three shots. But I need to be breaking breaking 80 hell of a lot more. Uh, and when I'm playing nine holes, I need to be shooting 40 or below to be getting down there. So hopefully it will come. The consistency is coming, but I'm still having a couple of woes here and there. But uh, you know, I won't get in that, into that too much until a little bit later on. But I personally have been enjoying my golf a lot more. I've been playing quite a lot as well this week. Like I say, I've done... Three nine holes this week with my clients. I've not only now seen them on the range explaining to me what they're doing on course. I've also explained a few things on course to them as we've gone round. Uh, not a playing lesson at all. Just a couple of tidbits that I'd like. To, I'd like to see them, and I do this with all my clients after every three or four sessions. I like to make sure that that what we work on away from the golf course that they're actually using on course. And it's it's sort of similar with some of my uh, personal training clients. I like to see, you know, if they're, uh, you know, a, a power lifter or if they're a runner or if they're, a, you know, a triathlete, I like to go and see them in action. So whether they're coming back from injury or whether they're doing their first run or whether they're doing their first bike or their first meet, I like to go and see how they perform and is there anything we can take away from the event that I saw that they didn't see. And I think that's a, a big skill of any coach of any kind that you can go and take a look at it objectively And make your clients better, your team, your squad, whoever it is, make them better by objectively looking at it and going, well, they could do this better, they could do that better, and a few hints and tips and get them nudged in the right direction. And that's basically what I've been doing all week, and it's been fantastic. Uh, calls and emails are coming in thick and fast as well for the Your Questions Answered. So, failsafefitness at hotmail.com. That's failsafefitness at hotmail.com. If you want to ask any questions on fitness, nutrition, or golf, stick them in an email, and the top five that come across, I will put out on a show. If you've been listening, you already know that. So next time round, I will do the top five, not just the top three from each. So that'll probably be a, a little 60-minute to 90-minute podcast 
Um, and uh, you know, I, that's what I'm here for. I'm a working professional in a, in a field of a million and one professionals. I'm just here to answer some questions and just either ease people's minds or steer them in the right direction. Of course, we've got your nutrition tip as well this week. Uh, you know, and I think this is, this is an interesting one. That's going to be interesting a little bit later in the show. And of course, writing this very show has been very difficult this week. I've had a laptop that's got a new hard drive in. And the new hard drive didn't want to work, so I've had to send that back. Uh, and it actually crashed my laptop, so that was fun. Not having a computer to write this show on. Uh, was frustrating. Um, I want to say a big massive thank you to Oppo and O2 because I had uh, Oppo Reno 5G, 8, Oppo Reno 8 5G, which died. I'd only had it a couple of months, about two or three months, two months, I think. Uh, the screen protector cracked and then the pin pattern stopped working, so... I, I basically put it in a cupboard and I didn't want to deal with it. Went back to my old phone. Heavy rain working as a greenkeeper the other day. Phone got wet. The phone is still functioning, but the screen isn't. So I've had to go and switch. So I went into O2, all guns blazing. I said, look, this phone's dead. I said, I can put a password on it. I can put a PIN number on it. I can put a fingerprint on it. I can even put my face on it. Well, as soon as I put a patent password, done. Uh, and, you know, O2 went, okay, fine, no problem. They swapped the phone straight away. Uh, and so far, so good with the second one, not having any problems. But, yeah, great service. Thank you very much. Been a good week. Made my week, to be fair. A couple of personal training clients have, have been... And they have had some good results. You know, the, the actual strength tests that we go through in terms of I tend to do push-ups, sit-ups, lat pull-down or pull-ups, depending on their ability. Um, squat, deadlift, bench and a 12-minute either run or row or bike, depending on how they feel. Uh, and their ability, of course. Obviously, biking is easier than rowing, and running is harder than both of them. But I have some metrics that we can measure people against, and the two clients that have been coming over the last couple of weeks have made some big strides forward in terms of their not only their weight loss, but their muscle mass journey. And this is something I've mentioned before on the show, is the fact that we can I can tell you how many carbohydrates you need to eat, how much fat you can intake, how much protein you need to take, whether you need to top up on certain vitamins and minerals, you know, micros and macros. I can tell you all of that. But what I can't tell you is how much muscle you need to put on to your body for it to start to have a global effect on not just the way you feel but the way you look and these two clients in particular have worked their butts off in the gym they've worked their butts off outside of the gym in terms of nutritionally what they've been eating 
how they've been doing it. Uh, and it's been sensible. It's not been... Oh, I'm not one of those coaches that's going to say, okay, all chocolate, all sweets, all crisps, all that, all bad, throw it away. I'm not one of those people. We are creatures of habit, and what we have to do is build healthy relationships with food. Um, and we have to be able to time the ingestion of that food in terms of whether we're going to go and have a light training session, a heavy training session, and after those sessions, how are you going to refuel the body? And these two clients in particular have made fantastic strides. They've put on a lot of muscle mass in a what is an ex extortionate short amount of time. Um, and they're showing big signs of, of moving forward. And I'm so, I just wanted to get it out there. I'm so proud of what you're doing. And I hope to, at some point this year, uh, starting August 1st, I will be putting a video blog out of what I'm doing. Because I feel kind of ashamed, and I'm going to openly admit this before we get into the meat of the show, is the fact that I am a five foot four personal trainer weighing 111 kilos at the minute. Now, when I was uh, competing at Olympic lifting, I was competing at the 95 kilo category, but I always kind of kind of was around 102, 103, sometimes 105 kilos when I'd, if I'd been on holiday. So I'd have to drop four or five kilos, which at the age of 35 was easy. It was, But now at 45, I'm at the wrong end of that. And I, I hit 105 a while back uh, before COVID. Um, and then I hit 115 after COVID. So I've lost four kilo. I've not really been training. I'll be honest. I've been in and out. It's been sporadic. I might get a good session in probably once a fortnight. But I've played a lot of golf. I've done a lot of walking. And I'm trying to carry my golf bag, which weighs around 20 kilo, 20 to 25 kilo every round. So you carry 25 kilo for five, six miles. You're going to start to get a little bit fitter. Cardiovascular wise, I need to improve that, and I openly admit I am going to start doing that. But first of August, I'm going to start some filming, and I'll do some some little numbers and a little video for you people out there to want to see me and my journey, where I started and where I am now. Um, and I just thought I want to get that out there because um, it's going to be good to see. And building a healthy relationship with food is one that I don't have. Uh, I haven't had a healthy relationship with food for the best part of, I'm going to say, 20 years. So live life to excess when I was younger, married quite young with kids, and delved into comfort eating to deal with my part. I stuffed my, my feelings and my, my issues down with food um, and that is still to this day still kind of the case but I'm openly admitting that uh, and people who you know some people will see the video and see me and go how can you be a personal trainer but I have a lot of experience I have a lot of knowledge and I've got a lot of demons um, 
and those demons aren't necessarily bad demons in terms of you know I don't want to hurt myself I don't abuse substances of, of any kind it's just that I am I don't have a very healthy relationship with food and that's something that I will I tell all of my nutrition clients and all of my personal training clients is that I have a, an unhealthy relationship with food and I'm going through steps to build a healthy relationship um, I'm slowly cutting things out I've changed a little bit of my diet so start of this year I was 115 nearly 116 kilos so you know it's not great that I'm not down to under 100 kilos yet uh, with a little bit more effort on my behalf I could get there and so I'd want to I want to put these out there and I want to see what you guys think and guys and girls think out there and and you'll see the true me on camera and not just listen to this very monotone boring voice <laughs> and that's that's basically been my week and, and my how I've been planning it over the last few days seven days thanks for putting up with that on with the damn show shall we so blog posts very interesting blog posts um it's from the University of Nebraska. It's from about six years ago. And like I say, strength it said strength depends on more than just muscle. And it talks about doing low rate, high rep, and then low rep, high weight. The differences in how muscle is built, the strength, and... Somewhere in there is there's a there's a section about actual full range of motion of exercise and I've always been a true believer in that if you can move a muscle through its full range of motion then you are gonna be able to build a healthier, stronger muscle fiber connection that is gonna be able to work harder, faster and longer. So go take a read of the blog. It's very interesting. It's very geeky. I've borrowed it this week because I just found it so interesting I had to share it. So that's the blog post for this week. Go and have a read. I'm pretty sure you'll find it very interesting. And talking of building muscle, your exercise of the week. I mean, this it's a piece of equipment that I've had in the bag and in the gym for about as long as I can remember, personally. Um, but really came across them at Croon CrossFit, what, a decade ago. And they were slam balls. So instead of medicine balls, which are, can be very expensive, the CrossFit gym I was at was using slam balls. Pump them up a little a little tougher than they are uh, more than they should do a couple of psi more than they should be and they were great because they you could do so much with them but what i'm going to talk about this week is the actual slam the vert vertical slam the horizontal slam so balls over your head you're going to slam it on the floor pick it back up and do it again or you're going to be up against the wall 
about three, two, three feet away. You're going to throw the ball at the wall, catch it, and do it again. These exercises will build a very strong core. They will help build some great core muscle strength and endurance. And if you're an athlete or a sports person who plays cricket, tennis, golf, anything where you are swinging something, then med balls, slams, and horizontal and vertical slams are going to be very, very beneficial. So, and you'll find these things, they're sometimes 5, 10, 15, at max 25 pounds in that middle junk aisle at Lidl or Aldi. Go pick yourself one up, 3, 6, 9 kilo, work your way up to the 9 kilo, but go and buy yourselves those three for 60 quid, and that'll be almost as good as having a home gym, trust me. So go and get yourself some med balls, get some slams, vertical and horizontal up against the wall or the floor, and you will build a very strong back, very strong core, and if you're a golfer or a cricketer or a tennis player, you get, that's going to allow you to rotate your body, which in turn rotates whatever's in your hand, a bat, a racket, or a golf club, much faster. Trust me, it works. Talking of things that work, pressure putt. I have three of these to give away. July, August, and September. There are only three to go. So, uh, July. Everyone who has a lesson with me in the month of July, and the month of August, and the month of September, golf performance coaching at Himley Hall Golf Centre, or at the Felsafe Fitness Home Base, I don't care which, for every time you turn up and book a lesson, you will be your name will be entered into the hat to win a pressure putt. Now these range from 15 to 30 pounds depending on which part of the internet you're on. So they're a great little piece of equipment if your putting sucks. And they're a, almost a surefire guarantee way of you not three putting when you're out on the golf course. Because 10 minutes a, a day, 30 minutes a week on this pressure putt, you will, I won't say eliminate three putting forever, but you'll have give yourself a damn good chance at it. So every time you book a lesson, your name will go in the hat. We've already had one winner, Glenn, from last month. He's very happy and learning himself how to put down his hallway. So get on board, get in touch, and we will get you sorted, and you can enter that competition. Nutrition time. And 10 ways to cut calories. And this one is step number three. And it's a stupid way to cut calories. But it's so easy, you won't even think about it once you've done it a couple of times. So, 
peel your poultry, people. Most of the fat in your chicken or your duck is just under the skin. A fried chicken breast with its skin on has 217 calories. But without the skin, it only has 160 calories. So half a roasted duck with the skin has a massive 1,280 calories. Without the skin, it's just 444. And these numbers sound outlandish, but trust me, they are true facts. So even if you're having a fried chicken breast every night for a week, you can save 400 calories by just taking off the skin before cooking. And if you share seven skinless half ducks with a friend, you can each save a whopping 2,950 calories a week by removing the skin. And when you consider the math of a pound of fat is three and a half thousand calories, and you eat a lot of duck or you eat a lot of chicken, especially the you out there who are eating chicken and rice, chicken and broccoli, chicken and something else, and chicken and something else four or five times a week before you go out and stuff your face with a pizza and a kebab on a Friday and Saturday night. You know who you are. I'm one of them. <laughs> um, you can basically save yourself a good chunk of a pound of fat by doing that if you are eating duck. And if you're eating chicken, 400 calories is still a lot of calories. And if you take into account the other two tips that I've given you, that's almost a thousand calories a week. without even changing your diet that dramatically. So think about it people, if you are eating a lot of duck or a lot of chicken or a lot of turkey, peel the skin off those little animals and you will save yourself some massive calories. And that is your nutrition tip for this week. So thanks for listening so far. You're 27 minutes in almost. And I've kind of bored you with my week. I've kind of bored you with my problems, which are my problems. I've given you your exercise of the week. And I've given you your nutrition tip of the week. I've told you about the blog post, which you should definitely go and read. And that we've had or are continuing to have our pressure put competition so everyone who has a lesson from me at Himley Hall Golf Centre or at the Felsay Fitness Home Base, you can win yourself, be in the chance to win yourself one of the pressure putts that are available. So for all you golfers out there, this is the one that people want to know the most. And it's weird because most of the people wanting to know how to do this haven't even done the prior few weeks worth 
So breaking 80. Now this is something that I hadn't done on a regular until this year. I've shot a couple of 38s, a 36, so I've shot th three and four over par. Two, you know, I've shot a, a 76, a 78, a 79, a 78, a 77 this year. I'm on the regular now shooting probably two or three over par. If I have a bad round, and I mean a bad round, I can shoot nine over. I can shoot a, I can shoot a, a shot a hole on nine holes. It's it's easy done. When I'm having a bad round, when I had a, a little earlier in the year, start of the year, I had some issues with the driver. I didn't know where it was going. I was losing probably three balls around. That was costing me six strokes. And you you know that's that's not a good way to play golf. But I sorted myself out, gave myself a talking to and a lesson, and fingers crossed, I'm somewhere in and around 38 and 44. That's my kind of shooting range at the minute, um, without trying to push off the tee too much. That's me. 38 off the tee for me is very easy and very steady. If I'm just general swing, I'm not even trying to push the pace. I'm probably swinging driver or you know that club off the tee at around 90 to 95 miles an hour um if i'm going if i'm at i'd say match speed i i should be going 97 to 102 miles an hour and then when i'm trying to absolutely annihilate it it's 105 and that 105 i can't trust and i couldn't trust the 97 mile an hour so I'm back down to the 92 to 95. Smooth is fast, fast is far. That's my mantra and that's what I'm going to keep doing. So that's me personally. I am getting to the point where breaking 80 is very much uh, a probability more than just a possibility. So these are my five must-dos that I do do most of the time. So the very first one for the five must-dos to break 80 is actually a must-don't. And to break 80, you must not three-putt. That simple. Because you have one three-putt in a round, that means that for two holes, you're going to have to have at least a one-putt to cancel it out. So if you have three three-putts in a round, for the rest of the round, you're pretty much going to have to one-putt to gain those strokes back. Those are the odds, my people. Don't three-putt. Get yourself a lesson. Win yourself one of my wonderful pressure-putt trainers, and you can stop yourself from three-putting. And if you look through some of the podcast episodes, I have more than one tip how to not three-putt. Number two is hitting a minimum of 60% of the fairways. And in fact, if you want to be breaking 80 on the regular, you're going to have to be north of 60%. So 18 holes, 
50% would be 9. So 60% you're looking at minimum of 11 fairways found. Just to give you a chance, you've got to give yourself the best chance from a fairway. You've got to be hitting 60 plus. 70 plus would be better. So you're somewhere in between 11, sort of 10, 13 fairways need to be found in a round out of 18 to give you a the most optimal chance of breaking 80. Number three, and this is a big one, and this is something I know needs to happen because this is what I do. You need to get up and down inside 25 yards more than 40% of the time. My average for me, because I'm not the longest guy in the world, I average 47% up and down inside 25 yards. Using the tips that I've already shown people and, and talked about on this show. So if you're inside 25 yards, if you've got a chipper, learn how to use it. If not, learn how to use a bump and run. Because trust me, your sand wedge out of your set has too much bounce on it, which is the reason why you're either fat behind the ball, because you don't want to blade it, because the bounce bounces off this rock-hard summer turf here in the UK. Or you're going to do exactly that. You're going to use too much bounce and blade it through the green. So, club up on the toe, hit it like a putt, buy yourself a chipper, and trust me, chippers work. I had a client just today we played with hold his very last shot with his chipper for a four. And that's the kind of stats you need. So you need to be up and down 40% or more inside 25 yards. And then number four is know your yardage. And not just your yardage to the green but how far you hit a club clubs carry so if you've got a 200 yard or 250 like us at Himley we have a 245 255 yard drivable par 4 but depending on where the tees sit if they're a little bit forward it's about 195 to carry the ditch at the front and anything up to about 2.30 to carry the ditch at the front of just before the green. So what I need you to do is know that you can carry that distance to get it near the green. And this is what I mean by know your yardage. You need to know that your 6-iron might go 175 or 200 yards. But if it only carries 150 then that 160 front bunker that or that 155 front bunker is in play yeah. so yeah you need to know those yardages people not just your total distance but your carry yardages too 
And your fifth and final tip is to break 80. You've got to be extremely talented. You've got to hit lots of fairways. You've got to get quite a few up and downs. You've got to know your yardages. But most importantly of all, you've got to stay switched on. So you might hit a bad shot and pull it into the trees. But taking a bogey is better than trying to play the hero and blasting it through the trees. And basically blowing your round. And that's something I did personally today. First tee. Should have hit hybrid like I normally do. Decided to go with the driver to get a little bit of distance. And Tory pulled into the trees. I've had to hit a six iron out. And then I've hit a pitching wedge onto the green. Walked away with a bogey. So that is the kind of thing that you need to do. You can't just... I could have got six iron or I probably could have got five iron to the green. But it was a bigger risk. So I took the safety shot. Don't play the hero. Play boring golf. You need to stay mentally strong and not make stupid mistakes. Like going, oh, there's a three-foot gap through that tree. I'll hit three wood. Get it out onto the fairway. Accept that you're going to make a bogey and move on. That simple. And those are your five tips to break 80. Do not three-putt. You've got to hit at least 60% of your fairways. You've got to make at least 40% up and down, so inside 25 yards. You need to know your carry distance as well as your total distance. And you need to not make stupid decisions on the golf course. Don't play the hero. Get it back in play and just play boring golf. And those are my five tips to break 80. And that's pretty much it for me this week. If you have enjoyed listening and there's anything you want me to talk about, whether it be food related, exercise related or golf related, let me know. Failsafefitness.hotmail.com and I will put it in the show. Or if it's popular enough, I will put it in your questions answered in a few weeks time. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to everybody who's come to see me over the last few months and all the way through 2023 and the ones who are continually going to see me now well into the winter with the packages that they have bought. It is an honour and a pleasure to be your trainer. It's an honour and pleasure to be your coach. And it is an honour and a pleasure to see you all improve as much as you have. And long may it continue... Let's build the best versions of you because I know I'm going to build the best version of me this year. And to everybody listening, if you want any help and advice, don't be afraid to get in touch. Like, share and subscribe this po- to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell everybody about what we are doing here at Failsafe Fitness. Go read that blog post. You'll be very interested as well. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye.